Kaiju Network podcast, where we have a very healthy obsession with Kaiju. I'm your co-host, Kent, and with me is your other co-host. Jason, how's it going, everyone? All right, so here we are. We're uh, doing a commentary this week. Uh, our commentary is, I guess, I don't know uh, officially, but it's called... You, you you look at the DVD cover, it says Super Inframan, but then you look at the DVD uh, main menu and it says The Super Inframan. I guess it doesn't matter. But uh, this is a Hong Kong-produced uh, film. Unfortunately, uh, at least speaking for myself, I don't know a whole lot about this. Um, what I was hoping to do when trying to do research for this um, – you know, anybody who buys the DVD will see under the special features on the back of your DVD case, it says liner notes by Asian film experts Damon Foster and August Ragon, friend of the podcast. And I thought, okay, when I initially bought this DVD like three or four years ago, maybe it's an insert, you know. Well, no, there's nothing there. And I thought, okay, then it's probably on the disc. And, you know, it's been a couple years since I last saw this movie on my DVD. So I went in there to um you know go under bonus material try to find uh what i thought would be liner notes and there's nothing and so uh, image entertainment who produces this dvd get your ass in gear because there are no liner notes to be seen anywhere in this uh, you may have had them at one point uh in your production run of these dvds there's nothing there's not a paper insert there's nothing on the disc yeah i'm, so, I'm probably guessing it could have been a mistake my only knowledge of this is that it was produced in Hong Kong and the Shaw brothers picked it up for American distribution. And I think it was produced in 85. I think that that's about the only uh, stuff I really 10 know. Years, it was 10 years before 1975. Oh, 19. I don't know why I kept thinking 85. Yeah. So, and I, uh, well, I only know two things then about this movie. Now three, I guess, since I got corrected. And apparently it's. uh. Well, um, it's literally translated from the posters and everything as the Chinese Superman. And if you've seen the poster for the Super Inframan, the original post Chinese poster, it literally has the old school Superman logo on top of it. <laughs> well, what I really what I really enjoy is the Shaw Brothers logo looks exactly like the Warner Brothers logo. Yeah. So yeah, when it when it comes to a lot of the Chinese uh thing off a lot of stuff from here in America <laughs> or yeah. from uh, China cuz apparently there's a recent movie that the this one studio company is getting sued for that uh, <laughs> apparently they illegally used uh Ultraman <laughs> in their in their movies. Well, it just seems like every week someone else in in uh, you know the uh, the Chinese film market, like some sort of um, you know some sort of um, uh, you know person is getting sued. Hey, what's up, Brian? Sorry, I'm late to the game. I f forgot to click on the link. Um, by the way, Brian, have you seen this movie? Um, but we're going to try to get going here quickly so we don't have a whole lot of wasted time here. Um, but uh, let's just kind of dive into our own sort of uh, personal history with this movie. Then we'll get 
started um, with the commentary. So, uh, Jason, sort of just kind of give your personal history with um, this movie and kind of what have been your general thoughts about it over the years. And then I'll do the same and then we'll get started. Well, my history of Super Inframan is basically right around the same time you were introduced to this. And I think it might have been you that actually introduced uh, Super Inframan to me. I think we were, uh, I think you went over it and uh, I think you might have gotten the movie first, but I uh, haven't watched it. And, and, but you told me about it. So I was like, yeah, might as well, I'll pick it up. And I, I believe the last time to watching it all the way through was a couple of years ago. And my first reaction was that it was one of those traditional uh, sort of Chinese Kung Fu movies that I have seen, but with like a tokusatsu uh, Super Sentai type of mix up. Uh, put together and essentially you got uh, the Super Inframan uh, as as we uh, come to know it and my whole reaction was that I had a lot of enjoyment sure it's got like it's cheesy um, corny moments anything especially when it comes around to these uh, 1970 Chinese Kung Fu movies. And I just really had a fun time watching it. However, it's even it's it's one of those sort of guilty pleasure type of movies. Okay, yeah, um, Brian, you hadn't heard of it until recently. yeah, it seems like it's sort of obscure, uh, which is interesting um, because this is a film in which the liner notes were done by Damon Foster and August Ragoni. And anybody who's a Godzilla fan at least knows at least the name of August Ragoni. Jason and I met Damon here like, what, two or three G-Fests ago. He's real knowledgeable, real great and funny guy as well. Um my introduction to Super Inframan was actually uh, at G-Fest. It was one of the, I can't remember if it was like the first G-Fest or second G-Fest. It was one of those because they run it on their in-house channel. And I watched it and I'm like, at first I thought it was a Japanese thing because um, it looked very much uh, like, a, you know, a Japanese style production. And the martial arts is great in this movie. The suits definitely reminded me of the sort of thing you would see in like classic Ultraman shows um, with the different creatures and all that stuff. Um, it was fantastic. I'm like, this thing looks so cheesy and ridiculous. But at the same time, it is, you know, it's not perfectly well made, but it's well made enough to where I'm like, this thing is actually like, it's, it kind of lies in that area. It can easily it's pull so you in. It's so cheesy that it's good. And at the same time, there is sort of a bit of a, And I'm trying not to to get people to misunderstand me, but there is sort of this, there is a bit of a quality aspect to it, a decent quality aspect to it. And it wasn't until I bought um, 
the DVD, and I may have potentially talked to August at one of the G-Fests as well about this movie. I either read somewhere or talked to August at one point. One of those two things happened where I found out, no, this is a Chinese production. And I'm just like, boy, fool, you know, probably could have fooled me um, because, I mean, it definitely looks very much like a Japanese style of production. And I've only seen this movie from beginning to end four, maybe five times. And I've seen bits and pieces of it uh, when we've been to G Fest over the last, you know, seven years. Um, so my opinions on it, at least up to this point, have always been it's cheesy, but it's good. But at the same time, there is a nice little quality aspect to it that it's not overly poorly produced it's not like zarkor or craw if anybody yeah. out there is familiar with those abominations um but there is it, it sort of reminds me of a cross between ultraman common rider um and shoot i just forgot oh and power rangers um it kind of reminds me sort of a mix of those three things mm-hmm. and uh this is it, it's it's funny but at the same time it's a lot of fun um it it is a a film that i think if you are someone who not only enjoys weird creatures and all that but you enjoy sort of like the ultraman common rider power rangers uh shows this is definitely a film worth picking up you can get it on amazon for a very reasonable price oh yeah i think it was around 15 bucks or so Probably not even that now. Um, But anyways, this is going to be fun. Uh, We'll have to turn our cameras off just because obviously we can't show you what is on our screens. Um, But we'll turn it off because it's actually probably better just to look at our little icons instead of our the size of our faces so yeah we already, it would just be a bit boring <laughs> just to see yeah. us just sitting here without now a whole lot of reaction maybe just pointers here and there and uh maybe a little bit of riffs yeah so uh unfortunately there's not a whole lot of knowledge we can drop on you guys because like i said for whatever reason there were no liner notes and there's just not a ton of stuff out there online about this film so right now we're at the main menu uh we have it uh set up already for english uh audio and my icon is on play so i'm gonna count down i'm gonna go three two one go when i say go We'll hit play and we'll get started. All right. See you ready, Jason? Sure am ready. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. Get my camera turned off here. Same here. All right. Celestial pictures. Get uh, Gal. There's Warner Brothers. I mean, Shaw Brothers logo. <laughs> Although it's pretty psychedelic. This part here, like right now, sort of reminds me the beginning of at least the American edition <laughs> of uh, Rodan. Shaw Scope. Basically a ripoff of Toho Scope. <laughs> but I do like the introduction here to Super Inframan. I wish we could see uh, show this, but fortunately, obvious copyright <laughs> stuff. But yeah. But uh, for those of you, if you ever do plan on getting this or already have it, you would at least understand what we're talking about here. 
This definitely reminds me of like, you know, 80s computer movies, you know, these beginning titles and all that. Oh, yeah, especially with the fonts. Yeah, very digital. I, I know you were saying you didn't hear about this till recently, and this is probably a dumb question to even ask you, Brian, but you don't happen to have the the, the movie uh, at the moment, do you? But uh, while we watch, well, we'll watch the colorful slinky here. I, that That's what it reminds me of is a slinky going across the... Or at least one of those really old school metal sort of fans. Oh, yeah, those oscillating fans. Yeah. The music is really weird, but it is the sort of music you definitely hear roughly around this time. Definitely more so in the 80s than the 70s. Mm-hmm. Falling, falling, little bird falling from the sky. Oh, there's Already placement into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the beginning of this actually reminds me of a classic Ultraman episode where I think there was um, one moment, I don't know if it was at the beginning or maybe in the middle of an Ultraman episode where there was a bus of children driving, you know, like near a yeah. cliff. And, and, and already within, I would say, 30 seconds into the film, already stuff is happening where a huge monster-like bird lands on the street or a highway uh, knocks the entire road off from the mountainside. And the bus just goes down and from, uh, creates an entire explosion. Too. That's awesome, Brian, that you're at least able to uh, watch it. I mean, this thing, this thing is amazing. Very amazing. Within 30, basically within a minute, you get an apocalypse scene going on right yeah. now. Yeah. And if I remember correctly, this part may not even make a whole lot of sense. It probably doesn't. <laughs> I mean, doesn't this remind you an awful lot, though? Of a, I keep forgetting, again, when I'm watching it, this is a Chinese-produced film, not a Japanese film. But it does sort of look like something that was made in Japan. I mean, you got the sort of... Ultraman type of uh, cast there in a vehicle, motorcycles, and their science suit. patrol. Yeah, <laughs> unique looking uh, uniforms that they wear. Yeah, I bet that's the uh, sort of inspiration that they got. And that professor there, he kind of reminds me of uh, the one doctor, I think, in one of the Gamera movies. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, he reminds me of some dude I've seen somewhere, but <laughs> obviously I can't remember. Classic, you know, sci-fi type of... Um, you know, what do you call it? Like control room. You have these large tapes with blinking buttons. Here they're looking at uh, basically the yeah the casing of light bulbs and, <laughs> and they're able to somehow read what's going on through those. 
like just everything within that control room is just nothing but psychedelic lights, <laughs> blinking lights everywhere. You have to admit, even though a lot of this makes no sense, it is fun to look at. Oh, yeah. It's also interesting how how they come up with these certain things and how they produce them. Oh, it's simple, Jason. Just add a bunch of lights. <laughs> Just the only real difficult thing is figuring out, like, what fixtures to use those lights in. <laughs> oh, punch cards. That's old school. You know, I wonder within these old school sci-fi films, you know how like those wall computers are basically like not even anywhere near as powerful as say like an iPod. Mm -hmm. Like if this was held today, the control room probably would be a cubicle because you would have all the computing power you would need in a tablet or a laptop. You wouldn't need a control center this size. Oh, yeah. We need more lights. <laughs> oh no, we're getting seizures. <laughs> A quake? Oh man. I can't get my subtitles on. My Blu-ray player won't allow me. <laughs> you would have to do it when you're in the setup. I know. Well, a lot of movies will let you do it while you're even in the movie. Well, since it's a DVD, it's probably different than from a Blu-ray. <laughs> DVD can't multitask. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right behind you. Mountain devil. <laughs> <laughs> So corny, but at the same time, I love it. You know, if they've known that thing has existed, why hasn't their own military or this particular... Granted, I'm not supposed to be asking this question because otherwise the whole story falls apart. But, you know, if they've, if they've known this devil mountain and all this has existed, why haven't they... You know, taking care of this in the past. I don't know. It's just. It's just movie logic. They don't know how to do things. No. It's Snake Mountain. Or it's a horned snake mountain. With an ox. It looks like the design, like, way back, you know, when dinosaurs were first discovered, you know, like those English uh, statues of what they thought the dinosaurs looked like, just these fat, four-legged iguanas, basically, is what they thought they looked like. <laughs> hey, it's Veron. Oh, no. <laughs> that looks like a bat. A mutated bat. No, it's a woman. Like, I mean, <laughs> Yelzebub. I'd say it's like this movie's version of uh, Rita. Rita Repulsa. I forget her actual name, like in the Japanese version. It's not Rita, but. You know, you have to admit, though. 
even though she's evil as hell, she's very direct and to the point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> People on fire, jeez. <laughs> He just puts a blanket on there while it was still Yeah, he doesn't even check to make sure that the fire's out. That person could still be burning. Yeah. Oh, my legs! <laughs> that film is actually slow to tad if you watch it. But they make it seem like it's, you know, real time. His legs must be made of steel. Yeah. He must work out. There's no time for a history lesson, dude. <laughs> Just get to Tell it. Tell us what the hell's going on and how do we solve this? Oh, yeah, he brings on another person <laughs> to explain everything. <laughs> I know very little. You know, let's get him out of here. He's not, uh, he's not that important. <laughs> 20 million years ago. <laughs> How would you know? Huh. So they're Mutos? <laughs> the BDX plan. I wonder what BDX means. I would say something, but it's not appropriate. This is so awesome. I'm even getting a smidge of a He-Man vibe from this. Yeah, a little bit. Like this this does on some level remind me a a tinge of Snake Mountain. That one green guy that we saw, he kind of reminds me of Beast Man a little. I mean, this is so... On the one hand, it's so ridiculous, but at the same time, it's so awesome because her one hand is a dragon's head, her other hand is a claw. You had this seaweed-looking, skeleton-faced dude. You had this rock-looking guy. You have these, like, twin brothers with, um, what do they call morning stars for their right hands. I mean, this... This is the kind of stuff I love. Yes, it's corny and cheesy, but man, is it fun. Oh, yeah. It's what makes this movie pretty, pretty sweet. This is one of those movies where going in, I mean, you realize, like, looking at the poster, this thing is, you know, not going to win any Academy Awards. You have to go in just understanding this is just an action sci-fi film. You just have to turn your brain off and completely go with it. Action, sci-fi, and kung fu. 
Yeah. And that's the one thing, too. I mean, we'll eventually see it here. But, man, the choreography and especially the martial arts is I'm not kidding when I say this. And I've seen a lot of martial arts films. I think the martial arts done in this movie is really some of the best I've ever seen on film. So now I think we're getting to the part where Super Inframan gets created. I like how the guy here can sense of being <laughs> literally ripped apart and then put yeah, back I know. together. <laughs> yeah, because basically they I think they are supposed to replace his bones with like steel rods or something. Yeah. I mean basically they turn him into a cyborg. I got a lot of questions about this method. Like, okay, does he actually like die at any point during the procedure? Does he keep his humanity on any level? I mean, these are all philosophical deep questions that we're not supposed to ask of a film like this, but I can't help but to think about it. Probably the only thing that'll survive it would be his brain, obviously. <laughs> brain? What brain? <laughs> I'm a mad scientist. Do what I say. You'll suffer severe pain. <laughs> Did you try this on a rat first, doctor, to make sure that, you know, this works? <laughs> no, it's my first time. Uh, have you seen one of those uh, AT&T commercials? It'd be exactly like this. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that hypodermic. It looks like it's full blood. Maybe it's the, the juicy center of a gusher that he's putting in there. Giving the sugar <laughs> high so he doesn't feel the pain. It seems a bit too runny to be a, a gusher. It's the early stages of the gusher recipe. <laughs> we can see other kinds of flavors right there in the foreground. I love how this whole lab looks. I mean, most of it's just colorful buttons, but... It also reminds me of the... Uh, Control center from Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, that 1994 too. one. And then I like how he just randomly places stuff everywhere. <laughs> well, we're supposed to believe he knows what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> put the mini speaker there so I can I mean this is the early sensor bar right here oops oh that was your eye sorry I was just about to say that's your eyeball (laughs) (laughs) that's a pretty dank flag right there Hang that up in your apartment. <laughs> and that's a weird looking skull right there. <laughs> I love the dubbing in this film too. Oh yeah, it does also what makes They're wearing so yeah, they're wearing silver good point there, Brian. Yeah. Silver suits. <laughs> she demon. <laughs> 
I bet she can't grab stuff a whole lot because she'll be poking that eye. Hey, it's a dance party. I do love the dubbing. This is just amazing. It's so corny, but entertaining. So entertaining. Probably the only one of the annoying parts is that, uh, oh, the tick crab looking dude right there oh, to the yeah. right. Hold <laughs> down, beast man. <laughs> I, I just, I love this. <laughs> a dinner plate? No, it's a satellite, you idiot. <laughs> volume here a little weird seems like that plant man's having a bit of a seizure <laughs> I would love to have this set piece I really would I mean look at this it'd be pretty sweet it would take a lot of I time love the guards. Yeah, it would also pretty, be pretty awesome to have one of those suits. The biker gang from hell. I mean, that's what the, what it is that they're wearing. It's like biker helmets. It's like they just recruited an entire biker gang. <laughs> oh, hey, it's Herbie. I was just about to ask if Volkswagen was uh, okay with uh, them having their car in this movie. <laughs> Run the guy over. <laughs> <laughs> M11, eat your heart out. Oh, no, spontaneously, no. I was about to say spontaneously combust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with little effort. <laughs> that should have whacked his whole head off. That guy practically has a metal hand. Surprised he didn't stab him. He doesn't need him dead. He, wait a minute. He's got two plant vines going into his boobs. <laughs> I just realized that, that too. <laughs> I've never noticed that before. What in the world is that about? <laughs> it's probably something that we'll never know. I really don't even want to think about it. <laughs> oh no, his face is heating up. Well, now he's a lot greener now. <laughs> it's like he's dancing to Cotton Eye Joe. going into a cardboard box <laughs> oh that's amazing just video reverse yeah oh that is funny 
<laughs> oh no, the ground's giving birth. <laughs> that is funny. I don't even want to know what that is. Gross. <laughs> Nice looking model here, though. The precursor to Biolani. You can see the stage lights in his helmet reflector. Oh, yeah. You would think with all that technology that they would have, um, you know, at least cameras or some sort of like sensor devices outside yeah. of their building for intruders or whatever. But nope. Starts from that notice right away. I mean, even the guys from Godzilla versus Megalon knew how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> No, don't let them ruin the entire good light show in our control room. The bride threw it to me, guys. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they're shooting at this vine. It's like you do realize you could accidentally shoot your own guy. We're trying, sir. You think swords would be better? (laughs) This is why punch cards went obsolete. They took forever to register in the computer. It was because of this movie, everybody decided, you know what, we got to get rid of that punch card system. (laughs) This movie ruined the entire punch card. (laughs) 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 R.I.P. It's also pretty cool them showing like these overlays of entire side like bionic stuff over the guy's body and it is. I mean it's it's very obvious, but at the same time the little illustration is so detailed you can't help but to but to like it. You can't say that they weren't in this thing 100%. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so fantastic. So he's just putting, putting in just random side of his leg, but this stuff is supposed to like go in his leg. Yeah. Oh no, the crystal balls. 
Oh, snap. So that entire light panels, <laughs> electricity, even on Whoever the surface. came up with that idea wasn't thinking things through. Oh, damn it, my gushers. <laughs> Protect the secret KFC recipe. <laughs> no one will get to know my recipe. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like, you don't have some sort of backup generator or anything like that? You have no cameras on the outside of your property or some sort of motion sensor or anything. You don't have some sort of backup generator? Yeah, they probably didn't plan things all the way through. You know what would be funny if they made this movie? Whoa, there's there's a hole in the guy's pants there. Oh, there is, yes. <laughs> it would be funny if they made this movie, and of course, we, we all know our hero is going to make it through and be Inframan. But you know what would be funny if instead, you know, all this is happening. Oh, that's funny. They <laughs> think... <laughs> They get a construction for that. It would be funny, though, if they couldn't get power back on and then the hero died and then that was it. Credits roll. <laughs> oh, man. Isaac Asimov was involved with this production. Oh no, he's turning. Go, go, super infra I almost said super infrared man. <laughs> what have you done to me, Doc? It's amazing how his whole body ends up being some sort of like biker type suit with this large helmet. That's so great. Yeah. Yeah. Was that necessary? <laughs> that's uh, that's its style of uh, Chinese and Japanese. Hey, greasy pipe. <laughs> These pipes are racist. <laughs> What? What did you say? <laughs> well, I guess you can't hear as well as I thought you could. Sorry, I was hearing uh, beautiful chicks next door. <laughs> Doc, I just came out of surgery. You mean there's no recovery time? I have to go out and fight these things? No, you go fight them now. <laughs> Protect my secret KFC recipe. <laughs> See, how did they know his name already? Maybe the doc told him about his plan. <laughs> I 
The sound effects are wonderful too. Even the visual effects. He's a dart champion. So cool. <laughs> there was a forest nearby. <laughs> Apparently, there was. Or he just threw him far away. I barely touched him there. That'd be funny if that was someone's backyard because you could see a building in the background. Yeah, <laughs> I just realized that. Dude, did you know they shot part of Super Inframan in my backyard? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. No, they didn't. No, yes, why they didn't. No way. Should have just stabbed him with those. As far as he doesn't even disappear from. Oh, Subarai needs to sue for that. <laughs> I never realized that. <laughs> like, wait a minute, that's part of his arsenal. Yeah, one of his uh, finishing moves. So we need actors to come in and play the monsters and the only real talent that they need to have is just to kind of flail their arms about crazy like, you know, for no apparent reason. Find the best arm flailers you can. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that red beetle bug dude stands out more than the other ones because he's not as cool as the other ones. The other ones, there's more imagination involved. The, the only funny thing is when it comes to that uh, beetle crab looking dude is that he's wearing boots. Is he? Oh, yeah. When you look closely. I like Especially when he when he goes into battle against Inframan later. I like his death in the movie. It's so funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I also like the choreography of that battle. Yeah. It definitely is a Mighty Morphin Power Ranger moment in it, at least. And maybe a little bit of Kamen Rider as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, He-Man. <laughs> Quiet, fair beast.
<laughs> Those are some weird. That's a weird wardrobe she's got on there. And see that guy, the way that he looks, with where they put kind of the pale type of stuff on his face, he reminds me of the Frankenstein uh, from Frankenstein Conquers the World. Oh yeah, I was like, he kind of reminds me of a like a Wolfman beast sort of thing. And yeah, now that you bring that up, that makes more sense. Thunder fist. <laughs> but you need more hit points. <laughs> go out, find me a formula. Go to Professor O, grab Pikachu, and come. <laughs> oh, there he was out in his Volkswagen smoking too much of the uh, weed again. Sorry, guys, I have a hangover. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, uh, initiate a breathalyzer test. <laughs> That's what they all say. Okay, Paul McCartney. <laughs> Let me at him. <laughs> I mean, you just came up and stabbed him. And <laughs> I don't like the, the way this guy's looking at me. <laughs> he got into a street fight. That is all. <laughs> Something like you awesome. see those shine, shiners underneath his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that means a fist came in contact with him. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just found my new Facebook profile picture. <laughs> so they're concerned about him, but nobody like walks him into like a rest quarters <laughs> or anything like that. <laughs> Stop with your stairs! Oh, well, there you're getting a little too close. <laughs> a little too close for comfort. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Where's that damn rat? <laughs> I get good reception over here. 
That must be where Colonel Sanders hides his secret KFC ingredients. It's funny if Colonel Sanders just popped out of that safe. And was like, <laughs> like, not now, mother effer. <laughs> that was about something I was going to say right there, but you stole my thunder. Super infra Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Super Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to jump kick on the cover of the DVD. <laughs> what a bunch of eight tracks foiled again. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> For a facility that's supposed to be like really the only hope of saving the world, the security is incredibly laxed. No one walked that guy to arrest quarters and like had a doctor check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's over there. <laughs> so stupid. You saw nothing, you see nothing. <laughs> You hear nothing? He got out of there fast. It's chips. What's that? It's chips. Or it's uh, Godzilla Final Wars. Oh, man. <laughs> that motorcycle scene. Don't remind me of that. That had, I would have to say, and I don't want to sound mean or anything, but that probably had to be one of the most boring scenes of that movie. Oh, you're not being mean. That is boring. First of all, I mean, it, if they would have cut it down by a couple of minutes, it would have been it would have been fine. I mean, not the greatest thing, but it would have been fine. My favorite part of that whole thing is when they like are shaking, like their heads are trembling at each other as they're frowny facing each other. Yeah. <laughs> Give back my money. I bet that's a great sledding hill. It'd be great until you hit a rock. Yeah. <laughs> Wee, oh shit. <laughs> oh, well, I guess you know, might as well just get it over with. <laughs> now we're getting to the good fight here. Well, that's debatable. But <laughs> <laughs> So now look closely when they show the lower part of this beetle guys, he's actually wearing boots. <laughs> yeah, this guy yells basically the entire time he fights. Well, the, just about all of them do. I'm not sure that uh, one green dude with the metal hands. The thing with this guy, though, it always sounds like he's on the verge of hogging a loogie, and it's just like, dude, just get it out of your system. Just go ahead and spit it out. Or being, uh, or too constipated. <laughs> wow. <laughs> By the way, Brian, if you're still there, what do you think of uh, Super Inframan so far? Ha <laughs> ha. 
he's got cowboy boots. So <laughs> <laughs> he told you. <laughs> I like how he cases him with like a wired <laughs> sort of thing. Like it's a very wired <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I'm glad you're enjoying it. This thing is so wacky, but you can't help but to fall in love with it. I mean, it's almost nonstop action. I mean, this is just spectacular. You basically get wax. It's like off. there's really no break in between. Literally. Uh, I beg to differ, Jason. There are broken bones, so there are breaks in between. <laughs> Not that sort of break. <laughs> you know, um, did you ever see uh, Red Baron? Are you talking to me? Yes, I'm talking to you. <laughs> yeah, I've seen Red Baron. We talked about it, remember? Oh, I guess. <laughs> but there are moments here because of like some of the setting. Um, it sort of reminds me a little bit of like that show. You know, because there's a lot of like rocky, sandy areas and just some of the, how the stuff is portrayed with the settings. Uh, well, a lot of a lot of the tokusatsu bad. and super sentai uh, shows back in the day, they're usually uh, taking place in a lot of these uh, like the countryside or the right. the urban or uh, suburban area sort of thing. And like construction. Right. I mean, that's the only one that really came to mind. Cause that show had an awful lot of that. I think simply because that it's easier to, you want to have to get permission to uh, shoot from uh, certain places in town and all that. Well, and then like, you know, cause a lot of those they're getting, you know, they're, they're tall robots and tall monsters. It's like, you don't have to build a whole lot of intricate set pieces either. Yeah. And when it comes to places in Japan or China in this instance, I mean, you got a lot of beautiful scenery and stuff. It's like, you can never really replicate especially in studio. This creature here reminds me, and I forget the puppet's name, but it was on um, <laughs> Street, and I had like that kind of this oval pink nose, big yellow eyes. What was his name? Tully or something? I forget his name. Tengu or something? His big brown Muppet. Oh, that, that one, yeah. Kind of reminds me of one of the, I think it's a... Uh, it's like I heard it recently. It was like a Japanese sort of thing, like a Tengu or something like that. No, I'm talking about one that was actually like on Sesame Street or part of like. Yeah, that. yeah, I know what you're talking about. It also kind of reminds me of something like from the one of those Japanese sorts of. Uh, oh, <laughs> right, right at the head. That guy looked cool too. Didn't last long. But now we have to deal with this beetle, dude. Remember when we watched, what was it, Santa versus the Devil or whatever that was? or Santa versus the Martians? <laughs> no, I thought it was like Santa versus Satan or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I 
That is actually a neat effect that they did there. I would have to say it's at least it, it would have to be as far as a perspective and how they do things. Yeah. But yeah, other other than that, it's pretty cool. They're just trying to milk this as much as they can. <laughs> Gulp. If he could get that big, why doesn't he just get big immediately and just try to stomp on these guys? But then yeah, just, go over to, just go over to just go over to Mount Devil and just crush the entire base. Yeah. Get your spade, start digging them out, and stomp it on them. <laughs> <laughs> There's his cowboy boots. <laughs> <laughs> that was an empty suit. It's just so much fun. The way how it those is entertaining. I mean, my gosh. I mean, there's a lot of s stuff about this that's really wacky, goofy. Oh yeah, here's here's the fun part right here. The fun way how this guy dies. Oh, man. <laughs> Forget the bug be gone. I'm just going to step on him. Sure, just stop at the kneecap. Let's see there. Um, if I take a baseball bat at this corner, it will take out his kneecap, and then I should be able to. Or just just get a knife or a sword and stab the knees. Someone's crunching away over there. Yeah, I'm having one of these uh, Hershey's Cookies and Cream Crunchers. Oh, I'm pretty good. I finished up a couple thing of Girl Scout cookies last night. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, that evil princess gal it's like you know that old saying you know way to a man's heart is through his stomach she could just make him a nice batch of hearty chili and then maybe they could talk it over or something why chili we're in china <laughs> chili's like a universal food whatever i thought it was chicken no <laughs> Oh, 
Ooh, that say Daytona something. The Daytona 500. No, it looks like some sort of motorcycle t-shirt. No, that's where my secret stash is. <laughs> where is he? In the cave? Good. Put the rock over the entrance. <laughs> Come in here. Really? With this stick of dynamite? It's funny how that guy came through. He practically crashed through and, like, stumbled through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oops. Oh, it says something dating on there. Yeah, it's like dating. Dating, yeah. Oh no, a gecko. <laughs> My worst fear. Geckos are so harmless. <laughs> I like the guy's kid's reaction. <laughs> Unbelievable. Just start stabbing away at the kid. <laughs> ah, rah, rah. <laughs> it's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure by now they've invented Tamagotchis. It's a little too quiet. Yeah, it's a little too rough. A little too rough. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen those in a long time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here, eat yeah. this. <laughs> this pipes how loose they are. <laughs> oh, yeah. She could easily spit that out. I mean, those aren't very good ball gag. Both of them could. Again, there are no sensors, nothing that warns, you know, this organization that, oh, hey, there's been a breach somewhere. Unbelievable. They have all this technology and supposedly super smart people. Again, no cameras, no sensors, nothing <laughs> to kind of like keep watch or to sort of, you know, prevent people from getting too close to. <laughs> I like how he hits the rock there and all of a sudden the uh, igniter thing goes. <laughs> what a pyromaniac. <laughs> Oh, 
I'm getting a little golden eye vibe by seeing that satellite all the time. You keep they keep giving the beauty shots to that thing. I wonder if they realize, look, we're renting this land for a premium. We need to make sure that satellite gets viewed quite a bit. That's probably where all the money went. <laughs> that dynamite looks like clay. Wow. <laughs> the building explodes. The end. That would have been funny. <laughs> I'll get you one day in from man. <clears throat> you should be able to get them real easily because they sure as hell don't protect their facility. <laughs> You could probably Sanders. Why are you wearing that helmet? <laughs> Seven thousand three hundred megahertz. They're making the Nintendo Power Glove. Trying it out on Pong? Or maybe the Atari? <laughs> Frankenstein hands. Nice. <laughs> it's over nine thousand. <laughs> that looks like styrofoam there. I look so badass right now with these gloves. He fell for it. <laughs> hmm, time to do my usual routine. That's funny. Okay. <laughs> 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 
You haven't slept for two days. You smell like poo. <laughs> but I like being a hermit. You know, I'm reading a little plot uh, thing for Super Inframan. Apparently, this takes place in the year 2015. Hmm. <laughs> so basically, just uh, four years ago. It's a sunny day. Why don't you get out and get some sun? Well, you're looking a little pale, doctor. I think you need to go out and get some sun. Oh, for fucks. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Can we just have a movie where, like, people, you know, shut the hell up about, you know, you know, having a family is like the most important thing. Rah, rah, rah. Apparently, uh, I was also reading here that uh, the elements from the film influenced the revival of Mystery Science Theater 3000, where producer Joel Hodge, Hodgson explained in an interview that Princess, that Princess Dragomon was one of the influences for mad scientist Kinga Forrester, and that the skeleton-like henchmen influenced the Boneheads, including the uh, Skeleton Crew band. Which now I just realized that I can see that. Apparently in uh, 99, Ebert, out of four stars, upgraded his rating to the film from two and a half to three stars. He's really an odd duck uh, because, first of all, Ebert is sort of like a pompous ass on one hand. But on the other hand, when it comes to certain types of movies like this, he's willing 
he understands like, you know, technically it's not a good movie, but he's willing to like give them good reviews. Yeah. He, he was, I think, what was he, a thumbs down on Gojira, I think it was. I'm not entirely sure. put that control room back and back together good point i didn't even think about that what is it with these like shiny cone bras that these evil women wear maybe as a little distraction (laughs) (laughs) maybe i don't know hypnotize the men and then as uh, the men get closer they shove their head through and it takes out both of their eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. Probably just a design aesthetic. I know it is. like Yosemite Sam hanging off the front <laughs> gosh darn vermin you dog go need your galoot can't remind me a little bit of uh, James Bond in a way I was just gonna say that I'm like <laughs> this is so James Bond-esque <laughs> yeah and it's like that they're around the uh, like Ireland or an English shores or something like that. Just a ah, ah, but they aren't. <laughs> yeah. The music choice here is actually quite terrible. That'd be funny if that rock guy, because he's so top heavy, like fell backwards into the sea. I was just thinking that too. <laughs> I like what you've done with the place. Everything is dead. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Leia there. Yeah. <laughs> like the hair's a little too poofy. A little too raff. <laughs> you may want to lose a little weight there, Rockman, because you're huffing and puffing an awful lot with each step you take. That's an awesome set piece. I mean, I would love to have that. Well, you should start cleaning out your basement and start decorating. We're actually going to be tearing out the basement out in several months. (laughs) Well, now you got your own, uh, you got your new uh, plan. Yeah. (laughs) My wife won't be happy, but. (laughs) (laughs) 
this is the way I want it. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> I get a, I mean, it's not much, but I get a little bit of a Pulgasari vibe off of that one dude there with the uh, Yosemite Sam mustache. <laughs> Oh, snap. I don't like so him. much, Young so lady. much for him. <laughs> you know, I call that creature. I would call that creature uh, Yosemite Gassery. <laughs> Yosem Gassery. <laughs> Yosem Gassery. <laughs> Yoga, yoga, sorry. There you go. Yosemite Gassery or whatever. <laughs> it's funny, but it sounds stupid. <laughs> she has no top teeth. Or she's just hiding them with her top lip. Oh, her boobs have horns. I didn't see that before. <laughs> you didn't realize that? No. Jeez. I get I, her costume sort of reminds me a little bit of She-Ra, too. Or maybe uh, Evil Lynn. Oh, yeah, definitely like a little bit of Evil Lynn with uh, the sort of the headpiece. That's a racist word. Call me a demon. Funny Rams riding <laughs> into that set. That was everything. <laughs> that what? Those two skulls there look like they have a derp face <laughs> going for them. Now I'm getting a little bit of a Joe and Mac vibe. Oh man, Joe Mac. I haven't played that game for a few years. I haven't played that in a long time. I should bring my uh retro and play that on the computer. <laughs> Combustible guys. <laughs> oh man, you can see the wood <laughs> yeah. from inside there. Yeah. We just will not speak about that one again. <laughs> oh no. Oh. 
Man, is, is their entire army made of gas? I was thinking Kool-Aid. <laughs> it looked like that one. They were shooting him from the back. It looked like all this juice or whatever was coming out of him. Really? I didn't. It looked notice. like it. I don't. It, I mean, I don't know if it was, but it just kind of looked like it. <laughs> I'm disappointed that that rock guy gets, you know, is sort of like the main henchman because he's sort of uninspired too. I mean, he's just, you know, walking rock. And they had all these cooler ones, like that Yosagassery or whatever we <laughs> call Gassery. them. Yeah, and they had him, and they had you know a couple of other dudes in there too. It's just like you know, and then this guy gets most of the screen time. Heck, even that skull viney dude I thought was more interesting. Or the beetle guy. Nah, I would rather have the rock guy than the beetle guy. <laughs> Actually, no, I take that back. I wouldn't. Gassery. <laughs> oh, I got one of those weird bat creature vibes off of his moves there from Starman. <laughs> <laughs> Keep flailing my arms, and if I happen to run into you, it's your fault. Do I look scary when I do this? <laughs> I'm gonna windmill your face. <laughs> do I look scary too when I do it? Some of the best arm flailers in the business, right here. Sorry, it's just a hobby of ours. That's definitely like a Starman moment there. Sounds like. Settle down there. 
Now it's getting to be more like Eternia. This, this is very Ultraman-esque. <laughs> Take away the sun and, like, he's not as powerful. Well, the same thing goes with Superman. That, too. <laughs> well, Rockman's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Done. How does that work? The rocket, he should have been going backwards. It'd be funny if he was intending on sacrificing that guy instead. Like, here, get stabbed for a moment. <laughs> Save my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I like how from one scene he does all these flips and then the next scene he gets caught already. Yeah. <laughs> Like there probably was something that was accidentally cut out of the scene or they were supposed to add something but forgot. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> this movie's so crazy go nuts anyways. <laughs> Yes. No. Yes. Okay. She has some weird tick going on. Why didn't they close the door? I mean, I don't know. Granted, you probably could have busted through it, but if you tried closing that door, at least it would have signified that you tried to, you know. I think I did see something uh, pop, pop up when he came out from there. 
which I think it was the door. Take that! It'd been funny if she like decapitated all those henchmen's heads as she. <laughs> <laughs> explosive on this property i mean there's no resale <laughs> value here because it's a friggin minefield well like i was saying it seems like their skeleton army is made out of gas or whatever it is <laughs> do they come with the property <laughs> probably <laughs> there you go <laughs> Is the water safe to drink? Yeah, I wouldn't drink the water. See, <laughs> everything blows up. It's what makes it good. <laughs> I want to see my Michael Bay explosions. <laughs> Maybe this this was how uh, influenced Michael Bay in, in the early days. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like that sound you would hear like very early in the mornings on 50s television <laughs> wow like saw so bit of a screen there <laughs> oh yeah that doesn't seem like a smart move using your head to like you know like they tell you in baseball, you don't slide into the base head first. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, take a look at the martial arts choreography. I mean, it's pretty, pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Is my DVD broke? <laughs> shit there was no spring in his head there actually is those slinky things yeah but that was <laughs> not it's not set up to go boingy boingy in the current state that they have their heads in boingy boingy <laughs> for lack of a better term <laughs> I like how the skeleton army just appeared out of nowhere. Yeah. I'm like, so you can just manifest this stuff out of thin air? <laughs> 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 
Watch out! <laughs> I've seen a, quite a few wires. <laughs> yeah. This movie doesn't give you much of a chance to breathe. Oh no. Can you imagine having drank like, let's say, eight things of Red Bull and then watching this movie? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> you basically You'd maybe too- have a heart attack and just <laughs> kung fu in your living room and then you'd accidentally kick your flat screen and be like <laughs> <laughs> tell you this but I'm afraid you pulled a boner <laughs> man I am so tripping right now is an Ultraman like I don't know what is You know, I would like to know how one of those robots was able to untangle themselves. 
You're not supposed to ask that. I did. Too late. I like how he does it for the second time and then they just get destroyed and dissolve. This movie is nothing more than a continuous repetition of the same sort of things, and Inframan's sort of a slow learner here. So psychedelic. I kept thinking, I thought maybe he died in this movie, but I guess I'm thinking of a different movie. Yep. And I like how whenever the boss is killed and stuff, the entire place goes off. Yeah. Again, like I said, this whole place is like, you know, this, you know, the villains had a better defense system than the heroes did with their own facility. Yeah. And they didn't really have any guards on the outside patrolling the area of their base. Oh, that's too bad, Brian. Sorry about your internet. (laughs) Hopefully, though, you're enjoying the film. Oh, getting towards the end of the movie here. Yeah. Yeah, about at least. I mean, with this being practically nonstop action, it feels like it's a 45 minute movie, but, you know, it ends up being an hour and a half, basically. Yeah, I can't believe it's strange already. Are the monsters ever going to come back? How dare you ask me that question? Takes her and throws her overboard. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Yeah. Take care, Brian. All right. Well, it's hard to believe that's over with already, but... Um, I know. It just <laughs> felt like just watched 10 minutes of it. Yeah. I mean, it's... Um, yeah, it's... it's Boy. Um, <laughs> I feel like I had a little bit of a sugar rush here over the <laughs> uh, hour and a half, but... Um, yeah, that was the Super Inframan, or Super Inframan, however you want to call it. Or Chinese uh, Superman, as it's uh, 
announced it on uh, Chinese posters and stuff. I'll add another name to it. Chinese Ultraman. Chinese Kamen Rider. (laughs) We'll just keep keep adding names to this thing. Chinese Power Rangers. Yeah, no kidding. So, um, so yeah. Um, We hope you guys enjoyed that. I mean, you really, if you haven't already and you've been listening uh, to this commentary, we hope that sort of gives you an incentive to go check out this film. It it really is a gas. I mean, really. (laughs) Literally, it is really a gas. I mean, it's it, it's quite a film. I mean, look, here's the thing. I mean, you can make fun of it for certain uh, low-budget production values here and there and for just some of the outlandish, whacked-out, goofy, uh, hallucinogenic, cocaine-induced, uh, you know, imagery <laughs> and what have you. But you cannot say this film is not entertaining. I mean, this thing... This thing is entertaining, so <laughs> it would have to be like a guilty pleasure sort of movie. It's like if, if you have really nothing to do, it's it's something that would probably pop in your head in a short amount of times. Like, you know what? I feel like watching Super Inframan. You know, I mean, I've watched this film on three occasions simply because I'm like, look, this I want to watch something entertaining and something that doesn't give me a lot of dead space. So here you go. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just go ahead. Let's give our final thoughts on this. And um, yeah, I mean, what literally what can I say about it? It's just really entertaining. Just. I mean, the characters in this, it's, 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 uh, it's really no words. The costumes for the henchman and super Inframan is just really great. Um, lots of explosions everywhere. Probably what inspired Michael Bay. Um, and yeah, it, it's literally, you're just, not given a break throughout this entire movie and oh man it's 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 one of those guilty pleasure sort of movies that if you literally have nothing to do and want you know uh have something to uh just to uh oh what's that word um let the time pass by super informant i would say is the one to help you out in that sort of area and get you entertained and really get that um, uh, testosterone going more like <laughs> or the sugar rush. <laughs> so yeah, it's I would I would definitely recommend getting this movie. I mean, it's not a rent or anything. It I think you would have to have this in your movie collection yeah oh my gosh there's the oh never mind (laughs) i thought there was a blu-ray version but no that's like a a region free version um 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I this is probably what maybe the fifth or sixth time I've actually seen this movie from beginning to end. And I'm actually kind of shocked that I haven't seen this movie more often because uh, uh, there's yeah, one brief here. Moment, there's one brief moment in the middle of the movie with the professor making a pre- seem like he's pretending to read um, that gives you sort of a moment to breathe. But otherwise, this is a movie practically from beginning to end nonstop action um it's just a ridiculously um fantastic (laughs) it's just i mean it's entertaining i i mean at the same time though too like i said at the top of the commentary there are some moments of wonderful production here too i mean not all of it is you know grade a hollywood or you know academy awards stuff but you know for a production like this you would and for a type of movie like this you would think okay yeah i mean it's going to be sort of cheapish and it does look cheap in spots but at the same time i would argue that's sort of what gives it its charm uh, in places but even then it's just like it's so it's so goofy it's so cheesy but at the same time there are moments of just (laughs) wonderfulness that um you know it's just you can't help but to just this is entertaining it's the story is straightforward characterizations are really crap but who cares it it doesn't matter because you're getting non-stop combat it's just it's fun this thing is fun oh yeah i i mean i'm walking away from this and i'm just i'm amped Part of it, though, is because I've been drinking coffee for like the last two hours. (laughs) Same time, though, too. This is fun. And like you were saying just a moment ago, I mean, it's sort of like a guilty pleasure. I mean, yeah, this is a movie where you have to just are like, look, this thing to a certain degree is not great, but it's so fun. And. Uh, like like I was saying, I'm actually kind of shocked I haven't watched this more frequently. And that might change after today. I may have to watch this movie like once every few months or something just because this thing is so ridiculously entertaining. It's so goofy, but so much fun. You can't help. But I, I love this. This is so entertaining. It's a buy. You have to buy this film. I just... By the way, Image Entertainment, provide liner notes for this. I don't care if it's a paper insert that you put in. Look, they're clasp here. You can put some sort of paper insert here or something or put something on the disc. I don't care. But see, you, you're, you're promising me liner notes. You're promising me liner notes. I know if you're listening to this on Google Play or iTunes, you can't see it. But you're promising me stuff. Add it. Yes. I would like to know <laughs> the production and history behind this thing. So it's just, you, this is a buy. I mean, this thing is so ridiculously entertaining that you, you can't help but to look past the many flaws of this film. I mean, I've always said entertainment for me is, is more about how I go about giving movies a yay or a nay. This is like one of the top yays. <laughs> it's just, I mean, this thing is just practically nonstop action. It's so hilariously goofy. You, you got, it's great. It's great. 
So we hope you enjoyed the commentary. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks for our discussion on 1992's Godzilla versus Mothra. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for joining us on this commentary of Super Inframan. Yep. And uh, also make sure to hit the subscribe button as well as the notification bell uh, just below this uh, video. And uh, also check out uh, check us out on uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram and uh, and also uh, make sure to subscribe to us on either on iTunes, Google Play or you can listen to our uh, episodes on our very own website over at the daikaijunetwork.com. Also, please leave us reviews on Google Play and iTunes. You, you kind of uh, went out there. <laughs> oh, I wonder why I went quiet. Yeah. Please leave us uh, five-star reviews on Google Play and iTunes. <laughs> yes, please do. All, All right. right. Catch you guys later in a couple of weeks.